Hello, friends, and welcome to the finale of the Pokemon Black and White Nuzlocke with my friend Mike from the Show Boys podcast. Mike, how are you doing? We're here. We're at the end of season one already. It, it flew by. Yeah, uh, I'm very excited. We're we were so excited to record this. We recorded a week earlier than our our usual I like couldn't, recording cadence. Uh, so yeah, I'm excited. Uh, this was a blast. I was very happy to finally play through uh, a generation that I have missed out on. Um, and I have thoughts and opinions that we'll talk about. And I'm excited. Very yeah. Excited. I know this is a black and white for me is a big one. And the fact that you hadn't played it yet, it was cool that you got to experience it. Lots of fun. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, but in the last episode, we ended with fighting the eighth gym Drayden. And now we're heading towards Victory Road and the Elite Four. Before we start team recap for me, I ended the last episode with Dave, the Venusaur. I have Doom Guy, the Dugong, Sire, the Embor, Nick, the Feraligator, Bits, the Crocodile, and Retro, the Arbok. Yes, and uh, I left off with Snips, the Superior, Flash, mm. the Manectric, Lemon Pepper, my faithful Skarmory, uh, Skarmory Bugs, yeah. uh, Bugs, my Flygon, Puffy, my Whalerin, and Elsa, my Frostlass. Ooh, good team, good team. Mm -hmm. So heading up north of Opelousa City, we run into Professor Juniper, who gives us a Master Ball. Actually, uh, not that I had anything significant to spend it on because the rest <laughs> of my encounters were garbage. Uh, oh, speaking no. of garbage, Route 17, I caught a timber that apparently I didn't even uh, consider naming because I didn't write <laughs> name down <laughs> for it at all. Uh, I mean, uh, Kinkelder's fine, but at that point, it was like a level 30-something Timber, and I was not going to train up a new Pokemon. My team was pretty set at that point, so I didn't even... I was like, nah, I'm fine. I don't need to worry about it. Nice. Yeah, yeah uh, so Route 17, I think I talked about in the last episode because I did a little... Mm. Oh, uh, that's right. ...backtracking right. and exploring uh, with knowing Surf and, and Strength and all that. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I caught like a Saw's Buck. I named Bambi and LGM named Pinky. That's Hit right. Mommy named Bruce and Shielden named Chunk. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the yeah, yeah. So Route 17 was the backtrack routes. Route 10 is the mm -hmm. one north of Opelucid City. So yep. my bad. Yep. My mistake. But I got a Route really 10 good. encounter in the last episode. So uh, as we're heading towards Route 10, we bump into Sharon, who wants to battle us. And I didn't lose anybody here. But for some reason, Sharon decided to have two Miltinks, and they were a problem. <laughs> he had two Miltinks, a Garbodor, and a Samurai. And those two Miltinks just... Gave me so many issues. I had to keep healing and swapping back out because I kept using like rollout and paralyzing me with body slam. I did not appreciate <laughs> having and two. Take you back to uh, Whitney. Whitney. Yeah. Yeah. I had PTSD um, flashbacks of fighting Whitney as a child. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Insert uh, the Jared Nam gif. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. Sharon was. That battle is intense. His Embor and uh, Drudgeon. Is that how you say that? Drudigan? Drudgeon? Drudigan. That's it. Oh, interesting. Um, he had different Pokemon for me. Maybe uh, he did have a Drudigan. I just didn't. Did he have a Garbodor? I think. Oh, maybe I just it, didn't. Like, as soon now. as we finished recording last time, I, like, started playing again. So yeah, we're it's been a, minute. a handful of days out. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, his, his Embor and Drudigan, like, mm. were very tough. Uh, I escaped with no casualties, though. But it was, a it was an intense battle. Tough fight, but no casualties either. And now we are here. We are at the gates of the Pokemon League. And same as similar, we have to go through like eight individual gates so yeah. that someone oh, can, can check I our badges. Can I say my catches on Route 10? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What'd you catch? Okay, so I I caught an Electabuzz. I named Surge, obviously, Ooh, from Lieutenant Surge. I love Surge. Electabuzz. Uh, Kafa Grigus that I named Greg for some reason and no no reason. Uh, <laughs> no reason I caught that. a Breloom that I named Cross after um, one of our stream partners at Showboys. Mm. Uh, Ugly Kid Joe Cross. Uh, shout out. He's a great streamer. Go check him out on Twitch. Ugly Kid Joe Cross. He's really funny, family friendly streamer. Um, but he played after I streamed a run of 
Pokemon This Gym of Mine, he I still need then streamed a run of This Gym of Mine. And the whole concept of that game, you pick a type at the beginning of the mm. game, and then you're a gym leader. You can only use that type for your team. Well, he picked fighting, and Breloom was, ended up being his ace, and he like fell in love with this Pokemon. So mm. it only felt fitting to name him Cross. And when I caught him, as you'll learn later in the episode, uh, oh, there no. were quite a few <laughs> team shuffling moments for me this leg. <laughs> and, oh, wow. There uh, wasn't very much leg left. It's just Victor Road and Leap 4 at this point. Yeah, it was the bloodiest uh, chunk of the oh. game for me. <laughs> oh, no. Um, I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah, so there's a little little tease for what happens later uh but Breloom was a pokemon that i heavily considered putting on the squad but Mm -hmm. uh i decided against it even though i would have loved the fighting um, yeah grass fighting is good very weak to fly though yeah but and i already had uh, i have snips obviously as a grass type and he doesn't offer much else outside of that so mm. i decided against it and then i caught uh to continue my te- my trend of catching every starter across uh, did you catch another starter i caught a war turtle and i named it of course, of course. So. <laughs> oh man yes. did you not you didn't you didn't want to let level it up and rock a blast toys for this last half yeah i could have i could have had both venusaurs and a blastoise oh, you could have had a whole team of starters and if you wanted to. dude i had a, a charmander i had a chimchar at one point dude i know i have so many starters <laughs> i could have just did that but i can't oh, I, I i don't like and i mix like it up starters a little bit, you but know? i don't like using starters because there's some games when i'll replay like older gens or something i just i'll like get the starter and i'll box it immediately because i've like oh, i've used starters so much yeah. so i was like you know what i'll just i don't want the starter i'll use something else. that's a great idea i'm never brave enough to do that but i feel like i always want to do that yeah i was like i've used you enough i've done my due diligence i don't need to use you again you're a great pokemon yeah. but i want something different uh yeah. But yeah so we are here in the uh variety of doors that lead up to the pokemon league in which all of our badges get checked don't know why there's just not one guy in the beginning and one door where he's like cool you have eight and then i get to go through but yeah this way is way more dramatic and i actually did like that each area is themed for like the yeah gym type so that was really cool i did appreciate that yeah i like that a lot and um the I will say, though, after all the cool gym mechanics, I was a little bit let down at this part. Um, The baby ice puzzle and like floating across the cavern in the flying type one. All that stuff's really cool, but I was maybe expecting some trainer battles or something in between these gates outside of just walking through using the new like or that gym's like gimmick gimmick. You know, Uh, there is. I forget which which gate it is, but there is a gate with a patch of grass. So there is like yes. an encounter there. But yes. outside of that, all other eight or seven gates, it's just you're just walking. It's just a, a slight themed gimmick. And even it's only that grass one, the ice and the flying are the only ones that have like gimmicks that kind of are integrated into you from getting to yeah. point A to point B. And the flying one's a stretch because you just walk forward and you kind of like hover over <laughs> yeah. a cavern that has wind <laughs> flying through it. So I wouldn't even go, go as far as to call that, you know, integrating a mechanic. But uh, I did yeah. get a encounter here. Uh, I ran into an Odno that I also oh. did not name nor put on my team. <laughs> I caught... I, my uh... team was pretty set in stone at this point and I, I hadn't ran into anything yet that was going to uh, mix that up. Mm. understandable i mean it's late in the game to mix up the team unless yeah. it's like a really special uh pokemon uh i caught a knockdown as the la- this was my last catch Ooh. of the run uh you i do a victory road catch this is victory there... road, isn't it? no i caught the this is in the grass in the doors that lead up to the oh victory okay road. so no i didn't that's do why i caught odd no no after all of these um or after this catch, I didn't catch any others because mm. I was like, oh, wow. I'm not going to use any of these at this point. Yeah. What did you uh, catch? But I had road, to though? catch Knockdown because I wanted Redemption. one last Wing Sauce nickname. <laughs> and I had caught one earlier in the game, but lost it due to my weird like boomer yeah. save issue. Oh, uh, that's right. That's right. So I caught Knockdown and I named him Honey Barbecue. And then 
That was my last game. Perfect name for a Noctowl. I'm the, the one thing I'm excited. Uh, I know we're not even finished with this episode, but season two <laughs> is like our naming themes that we're going to go with. I'm so excited to see what our names are going to be. And yeah, your I wing think, names have been great. Yeah, I think I need to because uh, I didn't come into this with like the theme. a theme, but I think I want to next time. Yeah, I'm going to do a theme something. as well. I, I usually lean on the uh, listener was what mm-hmm. I did last time. I name after listeners, but I already did that this time. So next time I'm going to come with some some exciting theme to name my Pokemon. Yeah, after, so if you have ideas, like Get comment somewhere. Let us know and tell us what our <laughs> theme should be. Somewhere, <laughs> yeah, wherever uh, these in, are, comment on it. <laughs> in uh, in Victory Road, I caught hey a Shroomish. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I mean, sure. Yeah, I guess it was fine. I was like, okay, no, no, what's worse is there was like Electivire and there was like Gyarados and there was like a bunch of heavy hitters. And I ran into a shroomish. A shroomish is what I ran into in Victory Road, which is oh. not what I wanted. And I was like, fine, whatever. Uh, this Victory Road is really cool because it kind of like, in a lot of them, you're just in a cave. And this is cave system you know but you're slowly climbing up this mountain and you're going in and out of the victory road sliding down mm-hmm. hills and going up ledges i really like the whole theme around this victory road and it is i don't want to say it's pretty straightforward because i got so lost trying to find my way <laughs> through this but it's it's relatively short like it's not a very long yeah. if you like know how to get from a to b then it's like it's not very long at all like it's probably honestly one of the shorter victory roads that i've played yeah and uh it has that like semi cone like 3D. slash like cylindrical feel mm-hmm. where as you go from side to side it does the the yep. the camera rotation kind of which is cool um you know one of the last cool little camera things you get yeah uh, as you end to the or head to the end of the game here but yeah victory road did not uh treat me well <laughs> Okay, well, I it seems like you had a lot of death, so I'll talk about mine because mine was relatively straightforward until okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. literally the very, very end. So, went through Victory Road, no problem. Didn't lose any Pokemon, didn't have any issues. There was a couple trainers that I didn't note down as, as being notable, but I do remember struggling a bit with some of these trainers. So, get to the last trainer before you leave Victory Road, right? That guy did some damage to me. I was like, sweet, got some Pokemon have low health. My Venusaur is out front with maybe half health or so right Uh, mind you i did buy a lot of potions leading up to this zero potions at this point (laughs) take literally half a step away from this person run into a pokemon okay whatever run into a pokemon i can see the exit from where i'm standing ran into a ponyta i'm like oh ponyta i have my venusaur in that's not good go to run can't run goes for fire spin now now i can't run because if you don't know fire spin traps you not only can you not run but you can't switch so i was like okay i'll go for an attack i the only damaging move that it's really good is that i have for venusaur is a razor leaf and the other option is double edge and if you don't know double edge does recoil so i was like okay i was using razor leaf but that wasn't doing any damage it was using fire spin and ultimately this random wild ponyta killed dave the venusaur no Oh, that's such literally. A, I had I had, I was done. I had finished all the battles. Way to go! I finished all the trainers, and it was a wild ponyta that killed my Venusaur. It wasn't so was even like, a rapidash. And that was the start of the the sadness that happens in this and <laughs> half of the game. But that was that was really it in terms of Man. Victory Road, Mike. I'm I'm curious as to the uh, the uh, quote unquote slaughter that has happened in the yeah. Victory Road for you. I don't know if it's as bad as what happened to you, because that's pretty bad. Okay. But it's real close. <laughs> it could maybe arguably be worse. Um, so, you know, going through Victory Road, had spent a few times, like, stepping out of a cage on a ledge so I could fly back to, to town and heal up at the Poke Center. Even though I have, like, I'm, like, Pokey Rich, Cause I'm not, I haven't really been spending money. Um, and I have like, I don't know, 20 super potions and like a handful of hyper potions. So like, I, I don't need to keep flying back, but for some reason, yeah. um, for some reason I just like forget to use items. 
and I also have like an eyelash or something in my eye. I was like, right also, now, Mike's so face sorry. is not working currently. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I just like I'm an item hoarder, and for some reason, I just don't. I end up not using them. So uh, if I use them, stupid. then I won't have any more. So right. if I don't use them, then I'll always have them. Exactly. Because what if I might need one? <laughs> but then I never, I never use it. Uh, anyway, so I kept flying back to town. Uh, and I finally get to the part in Victory Road. I see the doctor. I'm like, okay, he's got the mask. This oh, is good. The doctor, I do remember. Uh, so I go this. up. I got a battle. I'm like, whatever. I've been smoking all these fools in here. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, he killed three, half of my team. <sighs> that When you told me this, that's the worst. Because you're literally uh, going to yeah. this man. You're trusting this man with the yeah. well-being of I'm your like, Pokemon. And he just spits in your face. Yeah. And then he has the audacity afterwards to be like, ah, oh, hey, man, I'll hear you. <laughs> Do you up. want me to heal them? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he killed um, Puffy, which made me oh, so that's a, sad because I was so, sad. so excited to use Whalerin. Uh, he had an Infernape that just obliterated Puffy I and Flash. I remember this, this Infernape, like, and it was a beast. What did he have? It was close combat or Close combat. Dynamic he had a bulk up as something. well. He had dynamic punch. He one-shot both Puffy and Flash, um, which... Hate to see it, folks. Made me so sad. Uh, and then Bugs fell to a, a Behem. Or Bayham. I don't know how you say that. Mm, yeah, the uh, evolution of Elgym. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I lost Whalerin, Manectric, and Flygon in one battle to the oh, one guy. Oh, not Flygon. To, That's right. He was supposed to heal my team and keep me going, uh, but he betrayed me. Um, so, uh, this is where my team shuffling takes place and uh we we had to replace obviously those three so i i put mm. um i took camera up named goob that i caught back on uh route 18 in the last episode camera ups i took Fantastic. um a lantern named jacks mm -hmm. so camera up if you don't know ground fire uh, yep. i took lantern electric water type and then uh I decided to finally pull the trigger on using Frostlass, a Pokemon I've always wanted to use, which is nice. a Frostlass super is cool. So good. Uh, so I scooped up my Frostlass named Elsa. So those three join Snips, su the Superior, Lemon Pepper, the Skarmory, and uh, somebody else. Mush no, not Musharna. Uh... Oh, no. Never mind. I'm sorry. Elsa was on my team from from last episode. Oh. Um, I honestly don't remember <laughs> who replaced that sixth slot because I did do I some did more have switching some around deaths here in the Elite Four coming up, but I did switch. I kept switching in because I had after I got through Victory Road, I was nervous after this doctor wiped out half my team. So I'm like, I'm going to train yeah. up a little bit. Uh, because obviously I had to replace half my team, so they were in their like mid thirties. So I had to get yep. them up. Um, so who the heck? Oh, I did catch uh something in Victory Road, and it was a the crocodile that I. Oh, named. oh you just caught a straight up crocodile. Yeah, and he was already oh. in his low forties. So I was like, all right, this oh, is you're great. perfect. I don't have to train this guy. Uh, so I named him Smokey, by the way. Uh, shout mm. out to an, a, a great dude, uh, an old friend that I used to play League of Legends with all the time named I Smokey the Bear. And this is a I perfect. Smokey the Bear. I know. It's, he's got a great name and he's just an awesome dude. Uh, but I had to name this crocodile after him because anyone who's familiar with League of Legends might know a certain champion named Renekton who is a giant crocodile. Well, my friend Ooh. Smokey used to main Renekton in the top lane, so it was just like a match main heaven. It had to it had work. To it just it had to happen. At that yeah. point, you, you cannot name it Smokey. Exactly. So, uh, so yeah, Smokey, the crocodile, Snips, Lemon Pepper, Elsa, Jax, the Lantern, and Goob, the camera, mm -hmm. are my six going into the Elite Four. Yeah. So with, with me, I had the normal squad... 
uh, everybody except for the Venusaur, who I swapped out with my Shroomish, which I named <laughs> Mistake from Your Mistake, Sir, in our discords. And it kind of fit because I was upset that I got a Shroomish. Uh, but I also went to do a little grinding and got my Shroomish to evolve into a Breloom. I also caught mine low 40s, so I just need to level up once to get the Breloom. So not an issue at all. Um, again, I, the randomized TMs really just did us dirty in this uh, playthrough. Because yeah. like my Breloom could... I taught him Wake Up Slap, which was good. But I had so many like good TMs. I had Seed Bomb. I had Drain Punch. I had all these good TMs that like, Breloom could utilize. But I couldn't do it. Yep. Yeah. Uh I, I think out of all of the TMs and all the different Pokemon on my team throughout the run, mm. maybe I might have been able to use three or four. Yeah. Yeah. And it, like one was Night Slash on Weevil. Oh, um, that works. One was Wake Up Slap on Whisk, Wishcash. I thought of a, a wish cash wake up slapping someone is pretty, it's I know, pretty right? comical. Uh, uh lemon pepper learned drain punch which was absolutely clutch and amazing um I but i think well. it might only have been those those three oh i taught yeah. elsa mist ball and those mm. were really the only tms i could use across my yeah teams. i'm trying to think wake up slap was helpful with breloom because my, my shroomish had no stab moves at that point so i had no fighting time moves at all so sh- wake up slap was good um the only notable one that was good for me was my Embor learning shift gear like shift gear boosting attack and speed Embor is already a heavy attacking mon anyway so having a move that can boost my attack is really helpful but other than that yeah tms yeah were not great in this playthrough at all it was not it was not a good time yeah so if uh, you guys don't remember uh that was part of the randomizing of the rom correct. um pokemon could learn random TMs that they don't normally yep. learn. So random TM of, compatibility, which yeah. again, I told the, Mike this beforehand, like I've never had this much of a problem with it. Usually it's fine. Usually it's like, cool, my Embor can learn Surf or my something yeah. can learn this that it normally can't, but I couldn't teach Pokemon anything. It was wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but we are here. We made it out of Victory Road and we are at the Elite Four. And after the devastation of losing my Venusaur and having a little baby uh, Breloom, I was not super confident going into this Elite Four. Uh, but the whole cutscene leading up is really cool because at the very top of this hill, it's this big, like almost, you know, Greek looking structure with a lot of pillars and beams and architecture that looks really cool and when we go in we actually have the option of fighting any of the four in any order that we want i think um the one i fought which was bottom right i believe or bottom left was caitlin she's the one where you it's you go in it's kind of all gold and spacey and she's behind the curtains and she's sleeping in a bed and everything like that but how did you decide to uh which direction did you decide to go first, Mike? I went remember. bottom left and then went clockwise. Um, mm. But I don't remember that room being the first room. So maybe I started mm. in a different one. Because I think the I first also room I also am not went super in, confident that that is that room either. So, <laughs> okay. Uh, the first trainer, the, yeah, the first trainer I battled was in the room where you, it would have been like the psychic or ghost or dark type normally because it was like you go is up the, the windy staircase and there's like candles and stuff kind of like is it like the spooky around. room and the girl yeah, yeah, yeah. The, okay yeah that's Chantel. so she is i fought her second so i fought that was the girl i fought second um okay. so we can just kind of go through these so we'll start with Chantel there Chantel for me was a piece of cake because Chantel has an alakazam a gramble a giraffe rig, and a hypno. Three of her Pokemon were psychic types, and my crocodile just destroyed her team. I didn't have any issues. And the Alakazam only knew psychic type moves. So every time I would send out Crocodile, she'd swish the Alakazam out to somebody else. Honestly, out of everything, the Gramble was probably the biggest issue, but even two crunches took Gramble out. So I didn't have any problems. And this was my problem too, is like I had I so I fought Caitlin first, and that she gave me a little bit of issues. And then I fought Chantel, and I was like, oh, this Elite Four is a piece of cake. Yeah, it's not a piece of cake. <laughs> um, yeah, this uh, she was just—I mean, between 
But you have a crocodile uh, too now. At crocodile this point. and Skarmory, knowing Drain Punch. Um, I just, yeah. Especially for the Gramble, the Gramble, and Drafferg is half normal too, so that was helpful. Yeah. Uh, so moving on to the one that I did first, which is Caitlyn in that psychic tight room. She has an Ambipom, a Wailord, a Slowbro, and a Bastiodon. So this one I had a little more struggle with because she has two water types. And if you know my team, my team is notoriously weak to water. Yes, I have a Breloom, but I have a Breloom. And Breloom's Giga Drain is not doing that much against the Whale Lord at all. Uh, I end up getting out of this unscathed, but this one, being my first one, did not uh, fare well for the rest of my the rest of my Elite Four challenge. But how did you yeah. do with Caitlyn? I did a terrible job of taking notes. I had two deaths in the Elite Four, Elite Four? before getting to end, so, or the Ooh. champion. Um I didn't write down where they died, but just hearing that t- her team composition, I don't think it was here. Uh, okay. Because, well, can you go through the team again? Yeah. Ambipom, Waylord, Slowbro, and Bastiodon. Yeah, I think I obliterated her because yeah. um, Skarmory or Lemon Pepper was my lead. So it absolutely annihilated Apabom or yep. however you say his name. Uh, and then um, Snips just. I was like, Snips went, probably just went destroyed straight the through the rest of the team. Yeah, yeah. And Bastiodon is rock steel, so that's not a problem at all. Yeah. Crocodile, even with the Slowbro crunches, took the Slowbro out fine, and then dig on Bastiodon times four effective. So that was an issue. Yeah. So Caitlin moderately gave me an issue, but not anything too crazy. Chantel, piece of cake. The other two insane issues like <laughs> i struggled so marshall and grimsley are the last two okay so okay. marshall's the one that is like the he has like a the gym it's like the very um mechanical uh it's the, the the metal you ride the cart to the very top yeah yeah that's marshall marshall leads the hariyama he has a mamoswine a relicanth and a lucario this hariyama was the bane of my existence <laughs> it <clears throat> I'm pretty sure I, for one, I have nothing for Hariyama on my team. Nothing is going to take out this Hariyama. So I think I have my Embor out here. And my Embor dies here because it gets crit three times in a row from this Hariyama. Don't remember what the Hariyama did, but it just, oh, no. it, my team was left like in shambles after this. And then the man was swine. So I actually, at the end of this fight, I had lost my Embor and I had lost my Dugong. Both of those Pokemon I lost mm. in this fight and then was able to get out heal my team and go into Grimsley, but man, Marshall's Hariyama was the worst to fight out of all of his team. Mammoth one with Mammoth one's earthquake was was pretty bad too, but the the other Relicanth and Lucario I didn't have issues with. You the only so you went through the Elite Four before I did. And the mm-hmm. only thing that you told me was about this Hariyama. Yes. You're like this thing is a literal Mac truck, so yeah, just was be like, prepared. Use a problem. Use a problem. Be prepared. Aside from, uh, like vaguely warning me about Bianca one time, like that's the only time that that we have shared information, giving the other person a, a warning. Um, so again, like the battle with Bianca, when I got to this guy, I was like, okay, this is gonna be a tough one. Um, it was a piece of cake, but I. I obliterated the Hariyama with lemon. I was like, you're, I was like, your Skarmory probably didn't have an issue at all yeah. with this Hariyama. Now, I think somebody did die in this, but I, well, I, we'll wait, or I'll wait to see if the, you know, hearing the last trainer's team jogs yeah. my memory. Uh, but I want to say that I tried to get cute and I sent out camera up against the Mamoswine to, you know, hit it with the ice Bad. but then it just got obliterated one shot i was like that mammoth swine's earthquake it's hits so yeah. hard yeah i want to say that's where goob died mm. um goob did die i just don't remember where uh <laughs> and he essentially here. did contributed absolutely nothing in this run hey, that's <laughs> i went like my to brain finally loom. put him out and i was like all right now's your chance to shine bro uh and then he nice. didn't even get two attacks he got one shot um yep but what was the rest of his team? 
Uh, so Hariyama Mammoth Swine, uh, Relicanth, and Lucario. The Relicanth was doing takedowns and double edges, which I had my Feraligator out. And Feraligator has a decent defense, and I had the Rocky Helmet. So it was just the Relicanth was taking recoil from double edge and takedown and taking damage from my yeah. uh, Rocky Helmet and taking damage from me attacking it too. So I didn't have any issues with that. Yeah, I, I th- thought I'd keep Lemon Pepper out for Relicanth. Um but Steel Wing wasn't doing as much as I anticipated, so yeah. then I just put Snips in and took care of oh, that. Yeah. Times four against the grass. That's yeah, yeah. Not... And then um, Lucario was a piece of cake. I sent out Crocodile and just used Dig and killed Lucario, no problem. You know what? Actually, that might have been what I did, too. Um, mm. Essentially, my entire Elite Four run was carried on the backs of Lemon Pepper and Snips. <laughs> the bag of Lemon Pepper. I'm not even, I'm not even exaggerating. I... I pretty much two-manned the elite four with those two pokemon i mean you were in our discord you were singing skarmory's praise yeah and then uh smoky i would use occasionally like maybe once in two of the battles or something like that i know he be- mm. he came in in handy in that first battle against the psychic types yeah um, but he came in clutch you know beat the the mon that i put him in front of when i did throw him out there but essentially lemon pepper was the real mvp like i have now a new fondness for skarmory it is such a tough pokemon yeah that's what Um, i love about these nuzlocks is finding new pokemon that you fall in love with that you normally like oh i don't ever use skarmory and i had to use one it's like oh wow skarmory is actually pretty great yeah it's he's a super tank Mm -hmm. um and then you combine that with a rocky helmet and then uh, yep. I was able to teach him Drain Punch, which is ridiculous. <laughs> but he he had um, f- fly for you know mm-hmm. uh, utility reasons, step. but it's still a good battle move. Yeah. Um, and for a long time, Air Slash, Drain Punch, and man, what was the other that's move? A, that's uh, a good, maybe that's Night a good Slash start. or something. Mm. Um. But yeah, it was, he was just a, a power. Oh no, Steel Wing was the other one. Oh, course, that's yeah, right. So you still on the Relicanth. So the steel steel stab, Wing, yeah. um, Air, Air slash, slash, Fly, and Drain Punch. And then he's yeah. a super tank with a Rocky Helmet. So it, he just... Yeah, Scar was a menace. A lot of work. Hey, yeah. Usually I don't, um, I don't tend to use like single stage Pokemon because I, yeah. I liked the evolution dopamine yeah, hit of, of like yeah of getting an evolution yeah, exactly um but man yeah skarmory is i like skarmory a, a lot now <laughs> so this leads us to the very last league four member grimsley <clears throat> mind you at this point i have lost my my embor and my dugong i have crocodile i have uh breloom i have arbok and i have for alligator at this point Grimsley has a Vile Plume and Espeon, a Victory Bell, and a Zebstrika. So, hey, guess what? Two Grass types, and I just lost my Fire type right now. Oh. And my Ice type. So, I had nothing for these Grass types. I had a Poison type that didn't have any Poison moves, mind you. <laughs> Don't know if you saw that, but Arbok had no Poison type moves. Sweet. I had a Water type, which is weak against Grass. I had a Ground type, which is also weak against Grass. And I had a Breloom who was not doing anything to grass types. Oh, no. Uh, this is where I lost the lock. Mm. Grimsley took out my team. I was able to finally kill the Vileplume, which, mind you, has a has Sturdy as his ability. So I couldn't even one-shot it if I wanted to because it has Sturdy. Espeon was not a problem because I had Crocodile in there. One Crunch took it out. Uh, but Victory Bell, uh, Leaf Blades, and Leaf Storms just... It took out my team, and I could not do much. I eventually, in fighting the Elite Four again, because I still played, I still going to beat the game. I still rolled credits on it, even right, though I right, lost right. the Nuzlocke. Uh, he has a Zeb Strike on that team, and that Zeb Strike using Wild Charge and then Discharge and everything like that was such a problem. Oh, that was the other thing. Hariyama knows Force Palm, so half my team was paralyzed at this point, too. <laughs> and I, because again, oh, at this no. point, I have no, like, I, I bought a bunch of Hyper Potions, but I had no full restores, and I had no Paralyzed Heals. So going into Grimsley, I was missing two Pokemon, and half my team was paralyzed. So Grimsley just he just took out my team. Oh, I was I didn't. You stand hate a to see it. Yeah. How would how about you? Did Grimsley give you any trouble? Uh. So yeah. So now I know where my two deaths happened. So 
Mm. Goob the camera up definitely died to the mammoth swine. Yeah. Um, and my my team, my typed compositions that I had, uh, really the Elite Four was, I, I was set up for success. Because, um, yeah. of course, Skarmory could handle all the grass types. Yeah. Um, but I tried to get cute. And I was like, <laughs> you know what? Mike's getting cocky over here. He's playing yeah. around with things. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? I haven't used Elsa at all. Like, I was so excited to get Frostless on my team. Literally have not used her more than, like, two random Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, So I was like, you know what? And that was a nice move. I'll throw it out there against, like, the Victory Bell. Uh, Got one attack off and pretty much got, like, one (laughs) shot. I forget what happened. But, uh, yeah, Elsa got absolutely wrecked. Uh, So Elsa ended up dying. Um, But after that, I just... I finished up shop like you said the espion was yeah. the match for Smokey, and yeah. Skarmory of course all. handled all of the grass types um so yeah it yeah. was wasn't wasn't much of anything and i just want to say even though i made it through mm-hmm. like i'm a, a heavily modified nuzlocke here so <laughs> uh the only reason my type compositions were as great as they were here at the end was because I caught whatever the heck I wanted. I think um, so. the only two Pokemon I had in my box were a Timber, a Budu, and Zwilus. And Zwilus was like level 21 or something <laughs> like that. And I was like, nope, yeah. that's not happening. That's uh, so I, I even so I lost the lock, but I even struggled afterward because I lost, uh, I think I lost either one more or two more times after this. And I had no money. So I, I didn't have healing items. And somehow I beat the Elite Four with having zero healing items this time, even though I wasted all my healing items the first two or three times that I fought them. But I was telling Mike this uh, before we were recording, too, is I had their whole teams laid out. So I know who to send out first. Arbok was my Hariyama counter because it resists the fighting type moves. And I just built up stockpiles and then spit up and then built up stockpiles and spit up. That's how I got through that. Um having Embor and crocodile in the grimsley fight made it easy i just heat crash on the vile plume switch to crocodile for the espion kill the victory bell and then dig on the zip strike and it was not a problem but just having Embor in that fight made it so much easier but yeah uh sadly so i, I lost up... yeah that's that's rough man um but i doing a a traditional nuzlocke Mm-hmm. I've never made it past like I mean, granted, I've only done it like maybe two or three times. I've attempted like a, a legit nuzlocke. Yeah, and the furthest I made it was in like Leaf Green. I I got like five gym badges and lost. So like, uh, the fact you were able nug. to make it all the way to the the Elite Four and lose <sighs> on the last champion or the last member is nothing. And it's it, what, what irks me more. Is that like after this, like I can like they heal your team. Like eventually we'll get into the whole ends castle thing, but I could have just healed by like I, I was one step away. I was right there. I could have made it. This, we don't this even was fight your, end yet. Your version of Victory Road. You're Honestly, so it was to healing. I was so close to healing, <laughs> and I died right before the finish line. I tripped and uh, fell right before that finish line. But yes, so, we have. Uh, go for it. What were you saying? I was just gonna say. Uh, now that we beat the elite four and we head into the castle, uh, they mm-hmm. do like, we'll talk about the Lauren stuff, but they do give you a PC in one of the rooms. So I, yes. I put goob and Elsa in the graveyard rip. So I think total deaths over 20 <laughs> across the entire. <laughs> um, but I replaced, I of course wanted to have a sixth, uh, Ember. Mon on the squad for, because we're going to have our epic finale battle against each other and i didn't want to have five pokemon i wanted to have six you gotta have six uh so i put um uh musharna on the team my weaver how did you feel about uh, musharna i've never used one before i i hadn't used it until our finale battle that definitely okay. didn't happen before <laughs> this podcast yeah we definitely haven't recorded. battled each other already yet <laughs> uh yeah okay interesting cool yeah i, I was curious if you actually used the musharna but no, I, like I, I said, because we used one before. We'll, we'll talk about N, but it's uh, very similar to the Elite Four for me, <laughs> and who got used. 
Skarmory yeah. is the MVP well, of the season, ever. everybody. <laughs> Skarmory is the MVP. Uh, yeah, so afterward, we head up to the champions area, and N and Alder are there. N has now beat and defeated Alder, and he is the now quote-unquote champion. And he doesn't fight us here, but he says this is not the area to fight because essentially we're putting these two legendary dragons against each other and summons his entire massive castle. And then we have this whole cutscene. And it doesn't translate too well with, with emulation, but I remember playing this on the DS. The cutscene happens simultaneously on the bottom and top screen. Yeah, so yeah. it's very fluid. You see it like rise from the bottom screen into the top screen. Again, in a DS, there's like a gap in between that. So having everything up against each other is like a stubby like castle as it was <laughs> yeah. rising up and everything, which I thought was funny. But this cutscene is wild. It's it's so Dude, crazy. I was not expecting that at all. It was, this is what I was excited was for. I was excited for you to experience. Like you're like, oh, at least four, I'm going to fight N, and now he's going to be the champion. And like, nope, we have a whole castle like that we have to go through yeah. before that. Which kind of because when we get to. Uh, what what what's what are the elite four buildings usually traditionally called? I'm drawing a blank here. Um, buildings? But wherever the elite four oh, battles like they, are like held, like Indigo Plateau and those. Yeah, kind yeah. Of like... I didn't know yeah, if they had yeah. like a just a a name for General this. General name. But, um, yeah, the uh, when we when we get out of Victory Road and up to the elite four, that building is very different from really any aesthetic yeah. in the entire region. So. I was like, oh, that's interesting. But it kind of, I guess, makes sense that they're like building this huge castle, like, yeah, on, I guess underneath it and around it. So when it pops out, I'm like, okay, that, that, that kind of it fits, it fits the architectural yeah. style of the Elite Four. But yeah, and challenges us and tells us to go into his castle to fight him. Uh, as we enter, we are now accosted by the seven sages. Which this is the cool part is Clay comes out Super and cool. all the gym leaders come out to take on the seven sages. So this is what I like. Even if it's just like in the last part here, like the gym leaders having agency. I think uh Elisa or one of the gym leaders says we couldn't just stand around and let Team Plasma do what they want. And it was like that makes sense. Yeah. You're like the strong trainers of this region. You would think that there was some big like anomaly where people are trying to take over the world or destroy the world that they would band together and try to defeat them. So I think right. it's really cool that they implemented the gym leaders into this fight. Again, all the thing they all all they do is like hold off the sages as you continue up to fight N. But again, them having agency in general is is super cool to me. Yeah, I mean it's such a wild idea that the adults of the region would not trust the fate of the world in the hands of a ten year old. No, ten year olds have the most power. You know this, yeah, Mike, in the world. They true. can capture that's gods true. and they can do what they want. True. Hey, it's power imagination. The power <laughs> of imagination. <laughs> I'll have to send you the we couple we talked about it a couple episodes ago, but there is a uh, Pokemon anime that they a little short one. I think it's only 13 episodes called Pokemon Generations, and essentially they go through kind of like a main plot event in each one of the generations. But they're beautifully animated, and there's one with this scene with the castle coming down and all the gym oh, leaders nice. fighting all the sages and everything, and they pull like the exact quotes that each sage says as they like lift up and come up. So I'll have to send you it because it's it's super oh, cool. cool. It's really fun. Um, but yeah, now we have to ascend this castle and go fight N. Right before, uh, as we're ascending and going up, there's multiple rooms we can go into. Like Mike said, there's a place where we can rest, where we can use the PC. A couple of them have galactic, uh, sorry, plasma grunts and items. Uh, and as we're going up, we uh, talked to a Shadow Triad member and said that he pointed out a very in particular room. And as we go into this room, we find out that this is N's childhood room. And it's very like, it's weird because it's very colorful and it's, it has very like, the, the music changes, but there's like this weird somber mood that's in N's room. And I got, there's a TM in there. I don't remember what the TM was, but it's just, it, it doesn't just matter. Really, it's not like we could use it anyway. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter anyways, <laughs> but we, we talked about it in the last episode, but this just shows more and more that like gets us in team plasma, like literally grooming and to become this like hero to use the legendary Pokemon because Getsus is unable to. So he was grooming and to do that, which is again, wild for a Pokemon game to tackle those kind of topics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Never thought I'd see a game where Game Freak and then Nintendo signed off on uh, uh, yep. grooming a child. Grooming for children sounds good to me. Um, yeah, uh, but no, we eventually. Uh, it it was really cool to see 
his room yeah, and his room kind of like just makes you have a little empathy for and um absolutely yeah i mean and and didn't get to live his own life and like um the, yeah, he's just bre- you know crafted and molded into this into their image the whole yeah. the whole plot twist that we realize which is kind of unfortunate but it's so cool to tackle this that gets like we said was just using n n had like a a pure soul and there was like the true hero talked about in legend that could command each one of these dragons our main character is one of them and n was the other one he's the one that was picked by zekrom clearly gets this couldn't do that himself so that's why he picked n as a child to do that because n has a from the beginning we can see that n has a deeper connection with pokemon he can he- apparently hear them talk and hear their thoughts and everything like that and gets this spun this whole thing about people abusing pokemon and that we should liberate pokemon from their trainers in order to save them and i think n truly did believe that but gets this didn't believe that at all his he just wanted to rule the world that was it yeah he the whole yeah. thing was a lie so he can strip people of their pokemon so if the people have less power then they have less uh, ability to stand up against him when he ultimately wants to rule the world and region or whatever so kind of unfortunate that they went back to the whole rule the world kind of like enemy plot but i still think having the whole concept building up through this of how retreating pokemon and maybe we should look at that differently was a still interesting topic for sure even though yeah. it wasn't the main theme ending up being because they at least they waited until like the last five minutes of the game yeah. to throw the world domination angle yeah, in exactly there. <laughs> yeah most games are like what are you doing We're like i'm gonna restart the universe it's like why because. yeah yeah like, okay cool uh <laughs> So this is now we were met with N on his throat, and now we have to fight N. And our globe and our our white orb glows and summons the other legendary dragon, Reshiram. And this is where the derpy little squish screen came in because the stubby oh, little yeah. dragon came up into play. But uh, my Reshiram was a spiel. Yeah, same. It was. Yeah. I was like <laughs> so excited. Well, that's underwhelming. Didn't even get a chance to use my master ball on well, anything. I was like, maybe I, you'd be a legendary random, like a yeah. randomized to another legendary. But now I was feel level I, like fifty three spiel too. I literally laughed out loud, and <laughs> I, I, you know what? I was just like, maybe if I catch this, it's just like, maybe just what I'm seeing is random, and it'll become a restaurant it, if you if you yeah. manifest it, it'll happen. Yeah. Uh, no, it it is. It's, no, it's a, a spiel. And it's <laughs> so like, do you want to add this spiel to your team? And I was like, no, I do not. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I used my master ball just because what else? Oh, you used the master ball? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I didn't have the heart to use yeah. a master ball on a spiel. Yep. Um, and yeah, when they asked if I wanted to add the spiel to my team, I was like, are you yeah, kidding? I was like, are I'm you... literally doing the last battle. I Don't you patronize I mean, me? Yeah, exactly. If I could get this to a wall rain... That I would have loved to, but yeah. I have two battles left, and there's no opportunity to train or like rare candy or anything. So I was like, yeah. no, it's not, it's not happening. But we do get into the boss fight with N, and N has a stacked team. I didn't lose anybody here, but N has Tyranitar, Executor, Gothitel, Charizard, Garbodor, and Altaria. He has a stacked team. It was a good fight. It was a good back and forth, but I ended up going at getting out of that fight without uh without losing any Pokemon. Yeah, I um, go through the team one by one again. What? Can you go through his team just real yeah. slow one by one? Tyranitar. Okay, that Executor. was Tyranitar. Snips obliterated. Cool. Um, Executor. Executor. Uh, Skarmory obliterated. Obliterated. Gothitelle. Skarmory. Um, Charizard. No, no, no. I I switched in. I put Smokey in. For yep. And I, I imagine a dark time move just destroyed Gothitelle. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Charizard. Charizard. I kept Smokey in because. Mm. Is, wait, hold on. Is Charizard flying type? Charizard is flying type, correct. So the ground okay, would so work I on. So I didn't him. keep him in. Who would I? Oh, I finally used Jax, uh, my lantern. Hey, the lantern got some action. <laughs> and just here. smacked him with a surf, and we nice, were good nice. there. Uh, Garbodor. Um, Garbodor. One shot by a dig from Crocodile, I imagine. I don't know if I used him or if I put Lemon Pepper back in. 
um, oh, because of the poison resistance. And I just yeah. hit him with a couple of steel wings. Um, uh, and then Altaria is the last one. Altaria. What type is Altaria again? Altaria Dragon? is dragon flying. I dragon believe. flying. Uh, I pro. I don't. I may have switched. Mega Altaria might be dragon. Let me look. I might have switched Crocodile back in, or no, no, no. Another one for Jax because uh, mm. we have Electric there. With Altaria Jax, so. is dragon flying. So yeah, uh, ends battle. It was. It wasn't like I was one shotting these guys, but I had, I had enough type coverage to make it a pretty straightforward battle. Yeah, yeah, me too. It was a good back and forth. Like it was a good battle. It was at the point where like I never was getting just demolished, but there was a good enough back and forth where I was like, cool. Like this is a good final battle with N. Mm -hmm. uh, after you beat him, he's defeated and he's sad. Alder and Sharon end up coming in. And I wrote down a quote, which I thought was interesting. And again, deep for a Pokemon game. And it says, not, uh, I don't remember the context of it, but it says, not by rejecting different ideas, but by accepting different ideas. It's like how we, how we learn or how we grow is not by rejecting these ideas because the whole game is about ideals and truths, but it's accepting that people can have different versions of both of those things. And I thought that was, again, that's pretty deep for, for, for this game. But yeah, uh, Getsis is not happy about this. He is angry, and now Getsis comes to fight us. And Getsis is the final fight that we have in Pokemon Black and White. His team, uh, much less uh, impressive as ends. He starts with an Ar Armaldo. He has a Cherim. He has a Golurk, a Carnivine, an Amistar, and a Snorlax. Snorlax is probably the... The Snorlax and the Golurk probably gave me the most issues, but I didn't have a problem with Getsis at all. Lemon pepper and snips. <laughs> like, <laughs> just... Man, these 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 Pokemon. Know, Imagine if your superior had like caught it actually had contrary, it would have been it would have been broken. Do you have like coil or anything on it or or like Leaf Storm? Uh I have its move move set is pretty lame. I've Grass Pledge, Leaf Blade, Blade, Giga Drain, and Slam. Mm. So three three grass types and a normal type. I try to like I really try to have a diverse move set, but for some reason with Snips, I had three grass. All oh, grass normal. types. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Slam's a good move too. Uh, but yeah, we defeat Getsis and he says something that's wild. He Because he's now he's like angry. He's turning around. He's yelling at N and he's like, don't sympathize with him. He's nothing more than a freak without a human heart. And I was just like, damn dude he's just like this is where he reveals everything he's like i just needed end so he can get the dragons for me he i just was grooming him essentially and then again his quote is he's nothing more than a freak without a human heart i was like wow that's that's wild yeah. and he's actually a zorora zorark zorark i hate saying that pokemon zorark who's zorark and yeah. isn't that the like crazy fan theory floating around out there that's oh, why you can zorark? talk to Maybe I wouldn't. I, I'd believe it. That's interesting because uh, one of the sages gifts you a Zoroa in Pokemon Black Two White Two. Just is saying. That just, is that just N? Just yeah. He's like here. <laughs> you beat him. Now you can. Now you can. Now, now you can you really can stick him. it to him and yeah. just throw him in your box forever. <laughs> Live for eternity. Yeah. Uh, Jared and Alder end up taking Getz's away. And at this point, N decides he doesn't want to be part of this anymore and uh, jumps, sends out his Reshiram, or sorry, Zekrom, jumps out of the Zekrom and flies into the sunset. And then we get credits. And that is all for Pokemon Black and White. Uh, the last notable thing I had was the credits music is very good. It's very pretty. Uh, yeah, it was, man, uh, I really liked th this game was really awesome. Mm -hmm. And even though we were playing it randomized, um, it doesn't randomize the story or the characters. So, yeah, uh, I was glad to get to experience the story, get to experience the region of Unova. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people in our Discord have talked about how cool they thought Unova was. Yeah, and uh, I'd say it holds up to all the positive affirmation it was getting in our discord yeah. um every time it would come up in conversation uh 
Yeah, so I'm really glad that you suggested this game. That's it's awesome. a really interesting story and super it, fun really playthrough. Yeah, I'm glad, think, a, I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah, uh, I also think this game solidified my love for the DS, and it's I know it's it's a hot take to <laughs> like Generation Fives, like battle animations and all that. Stuff, I like them. But I think I great. love like the feel and the look of this game on the ds even though i was playing on my phone uh because yeah. emulation rules like holy crap this might be my favorite style visually yeah um I, it's definitely grown on me again when this game first came out there was it, it got slammed for this art style and because it was really pushing the ds's limits and it wasn't 3d yet but they were trying but there was still sprites and they I would say at first they are they are a little awkward, but I think that kind of adds to the charm of the sprites. I think mm -hmm. I think just a little like individual movements give the Pokemon personality. You know, in games prior, we had animations with the initial um, sending out of a Pokemon. They would do kind of a little animation, but I still I like the little like back and forth that they they do almost like like a fighting game when you're standing around and the characters have like a little idle animation. Yeah. I really like it. I think it holds up very well, and I think. That the DS Pokemon games, especially black and white, are are fantastic. Black to white too, I think is, uh, I think it's better. But the only reason I think black and white too is better is because black and white, like black and black. The sequels built off the first one, so the sequels would not be anywhere without the first one. But I definitely think that they improved off of the sequel. So excited to get yeah. to that point eventually in our yeah. Pokemon that's uh, that's definitely going to have to be a future season for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. Just because we, we we should take some time between it because then it's an actual time skip because then time's gone by. You're like, oh, man, has it? Yeah. It's been a while since I've seen these characters and they're all yeah. Bad. How long is it in game? Uh, it's between two and five years. I think it's okay. five yeah, years could, after Black and White. That. I mean, we got plenty yeah, we'll of ideas. Wait. So. Yeah, we'll just wait five years. That's fine. We'll just do actual time, and then it'll be yeah. perfectly fine. Um, uh, we'll, yeah, we'll go that, the old school, like actual in-game, like day rotations for oh. <laughs> for a night and day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so while while you were talking, I trust me, I was listening, um, but I was also googling uh, mm -hmm. to just confirm this theory about N being as well. okay. Um, and it is actually a theory. Uh, there are multiple articles on it, but um, yeah, the theory is that he's Zorark because Zorark is known for being a master of illusionary tricks, yes. consistently being able to fool humans with false imagery and misdirection. And um, it says that N himself may be one of the illusions controlled by Zorark. At first, such a concept seems to have no correlation or connect connection to N's character, but upon further inspection, there's a startling amount of evidence to suggest otherwise, and one of which may be uh, the biggest proponent being that line from Getsus at the end of him being a freak without, without a human, human heart. heart. Well, now I just probably pulling at straws, but it's fun to think about. I yeah, don't. I don't remember if it ends in black to white too. Plus, he can. He claims he's been able. He can hear. You talk, and talk with your Pokemon. I'm makes just sense. saying it makes sense he's got the crazy the crazy long hair much like, like Zork's like little main thingy that would have been wild to add this last thing like before he jumps on the zekrom he just like takes off a scooby-doo mask and he's just <laughs> zorark and then he him and zorark and zekrom just fly into the sunset and fall in love together that's the pokemon yeah, ending that i go. want uh, then they start their yeah. own mystery dungeon game. Then they um, start. <laughs> I could see them on a rescue team. Honestly, they could be the the evil team or the the good team. There you go. Yeah. Well, that is all for our season one Nuzlocke of Pokemon Black and White. And the only thing that we have to do left is pit these two teams against each other and battle in the yes. death match. That is the end of this, which. We've already done. So you can go and yeah. check that out on the website. There should be a video up there where you can go and you can watch the video and see who came out victorious. And what's yes. important about the who comes out victorious here is our season two. We are going to be doing a, another challenge run of a little ROM hack called Pokemon Row. If you don't know what Pokemon Row is, Pokemon Row is a ROM hack of Pokemon Emerald that essentially makes the game open world. All narrative points, 
all uh, exploration inhibitors like strength rocks and surf and all that have been taken out. You can surf from the very beginning. You can do all that from the start. You can randomize it in-game. You can pick which town you're going to start in. Mike and I are going to be starting in the same town and then branching out to wherever we want. Our only stipulation is we have to have two gym battles beaten for every episode. So yes. come along and see our journey in what teams and what the gyms we're going to be tackling and how, what order we're going to be doing it in. And the challenge for this run is Mike and I will oh, be I'm drafting so video game, a video game, drafting. <laughs> It's been a long time. Drafting Pokemon types. So I, I, at least for myself, I'm still going to follow the normal Nuzlocke rules of Pokemon dying and whatnot. But in terms of encounters, we're not going to be limiting how many Pokemon we can encounter in each run because we're already going to be inhibited by the types we're allowed to catch. And the importance of the battle was the winner of this battle will get to choose the types first. Yeah, so how this is going to work, um, Jared mentioned drafts, so I don't know if we have any sports fans out there. Mm. Maybe, probably not. I mean, we're talking about Pokemon, so I'm going to say there's probably not a lot of crossover there, but you never know. Uh, but so how the draft's going to work, um, we picked four types, which we will not, I'm not going to reveal right now, but mm-hmm. there are four types automatically off the board that neither of us can use. Correct. And then we're going to rotate, we're going to take turns picking one type each until the remaining... 14 types have been totally picked. So at the end of the draft, we're each going to be able to, or we're each going to own seven types and our team can only consist of Pokemon of those types. Um, So that's kind of the challenge. It's uh, interesting. I'm super excited. I've always wanted to do some type of type. Yeah, I've never done like a mono um, or type restriction run. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting. The other thing is we are allowed because a lot of Pokemon are dual types. And from the name of the game and us drafting typings, we might not get every type to correlate with that. We are allowed one mulligan. You can have mm-hmm. one Pokemon that shares one of your types. So if you have a Pokemon that is fire flying, or if you have normal flying and you only have the flying type under your belt, or if you only have the fire type under your belt, you can use that one mulligan to have a Pokemon, a dual type that doesn't have the type that you have. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's it a mouthful, but you'll you'll understand. We'll definitely yeah, you'll go get through it. the, rule, the rules. Um yeah. But yeah, uh make sure you stay tuned uh for an announcement about that. Um yes. and I believe in between seasons here uh we're going to make it a thing to have kind of a, a one off episode yeah. um where we talk with other lovers of pokemon about fun uh things yep. maybe get uh pokemon uh content creators of some sort on for yep. interviews things of that nature so uh here at a little bit shortly after season one ends uh we'll have one of those interstitial yes. episodes and then uh season two will start sometime but in the meantime when it starts <laughs> yeah in yeah. the meantime go watch the epic battle that we had uh before yes. we recorded this episode and see who secured who the on number top? one pick i mean yeah. who's hey. who's the pokemon master only yeah. you will know after you watch that yeah. the other thing well, to keep in mind plus like us because we yeah, already exactly. did it. well we know and then yeah, like anyone else who watches a video but that's true you know you will, it could maybe depending on how quickly you watch it, you could be the first person to know. I don't know. That's I mean, true. You should go really. there right now and listen to it. I mean, watch yeah. it. I mean, I guess you can listen to it too. You don't have to watch it because we are talking to, but That's uh, true. the other thing is season two for everybody here on playlong playlongpod.com will be on the Showboys podcast. So season two will be living over there. So all of you head over there and that's what we'll be continuing our journey. As we talked about in the beginning of this, this kind of mini pseudo podcast that we're doing alongside our existing podcast is going to be bouncing between both of our shows every season. Yeah. So season two will be on the Showboys podcast. So make sure you go over there and check them out. Heck yeah. Thanks, man. I uh, appreciate that. And uh, it's definitely not because we're too lazy to go through all of the hoops of <laughs> all the other things you have to do. <laughs> Also, I a little behind the curtains for all of y'all. Yes, that is the reason because making another podcast is a pain in the ass and I don't want to have to do it. But 
it makes it easier for us because we already have content coming out on our shows. So we don't yeah. have to like feel tied down by any of this, some behind the scenes. By the time you're listening to, well, this or even the first episode, we finished recording. We've bulked these up so that we are done by the time you hear it. So it's been literal months since we've yes. played Pokemon Black. Okay, maybe not that long, but it's maybe been a few weeks. Maybe we've we've already we've already recorded season two by the time you heard this. Maybe you never know. You never know. But with that, we are gonna get <laughs> out of here for season one. Make sure to stay tuned to our socials and the website for our little interstitial episode that will be coming out in between season one and season two. But until then, guys, we will see you next time with more Pokemon content. Peace out. Bye.